This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. Live from San Francisco, it's iFanboy episode 173, sponsored by DCBS and Netflix. Living 
Hello, it is the 173rd edition. I wasn't going to say edition. Issue. Uh, chron- chronicle. Chronicle of? That doesn't work. Volume. It's it's an epoch. We do a new epoch each week. Uh, the iFanboy.com Pick of the Week podcast. iFanboy.com uh, is our website. I am Josh. I'm here with... Ron. And that down there is... Connor. See, I'm, I'm saying down there because we're all in the same room. We don't, we don't get to do that a lot. And you're standing over Josh us. Is, Josh is doing stand-up. I'm doing, like a, I'm doing like a thing. He's we, walking um, around Josh, Ron's apartment. It's if really I, if I don't, I will fall asleep. I'm really uncomfortable. Uh, iFanboy.com is our website. We did it because we like comic books. And we, there we, we go. There did we, it. We, we totally <laughs> yeah, this one time. I don't I had, like comic books. I don't know what you're talking well, about. Well, you used to like comic books. I when we started the website, um, we, we talk about them. Uh, and the, the deal is is that every week, one of us has to pick the best book that they read that week, the best issue, and they write a pick of the week review about it. Then we come in, we talk about that book, we talk about the rest of the books in the week. Normally, we do a lot of other things, but we're totally unprepared for it. So we're going yeah. to wing this <laughs> well, Yeah, one. this is kind of an old school, epi- old school unprepared yeah. episode. So we're, the pick yeah. of the week is Powers 14. This is, it's too late. <laughs> In San Francisco before WonderCon. Uh, yeah, the pick of the week is Powers 14. <laughs> that's, see, that's something for anybody out there. That was funny. And, and long-time um, listeners will appreciate that earlier today. I did, in fact, break a uh, Lego Nebu fighter. Yeah. Jeez, the, was the, the golden one. years. That was episode one. That was episode no, one. No, it was episode one. Was it? No, it wasn't. I believe it was the first three. It was one of the first three episodes. It was anyway, early. All right, let's stop. Anyway. Okay. So um, so to warn you, we're going to talk about what happened in the book. So spoilers, spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. If you haven't read a book, pause the show, skip the section, use the show notes. I had the pick of the week this week, and I chose uh, Savage Dragon number 145. After a late night of gorging on After a late night of In-N-Out Burger. It looks yeah. like you got your hands on a copy of the Obama. I did get the variant, Obama uh, variant. The my, Hope. Yeah, yes. My, um, Are you going to sell that for $4,000? Yes. No. Um, so Savage Dragon, I've been I mentioned it on the show. I th- I've mentioned it a couple of times the past couple of months. Um, you have. Ever since uh, Eric Larson, the writer and artist of Savage Dragon, has stepped down from being publisher of Image Comics, he's kind of gone back to his original. This is his original title that he helped launch Image Comics with. And um, the the past few years while he was publisher, it's safe to say it languished. Yes. Um, it never came out. It, uh, you were getting like one or two a year, weren't you? Like, yeah, it was very and 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 he went down this really weird road of like experimentation, where like he tried to teach himself hand lettering and he tried to teach himself coloring, which is really cool in a certain degree. Not necessarily in the yeah. public eye. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, kind of, you know. But um, can't really sell forty thousand copies with. Uh, I I tried to letter it. You know? He tried to do everything, didn't he? Yeah, he point? did. He tried to do everything in the issue. Um, and then so since he's since he's focused back on making comics again. This book, Savage Dragon, has it, it was almost I believe it was almost like bi-weekly for the past few months. He was playing. It seems like it's coming out every other week. He yeah. played catch up, like he was like on fast forward playing catch up, and it's all been leading up to this issue. Um, you, we always talk about you know comic titles that we think are good, that we enjoy, and um, that you know, and books like this that have been going on for years. You know how can somebody ju- how can somebody jump on? How can somebody you know pick it up? I don't believe you can unless you start at number one. You can never read the book. <laughs> yeah, okay. You've been reading our site too much. Oh, um, if you are ever curious about Savage Dragon, Savage Dragon 145 is the perfect jumping on point. Um, what he's done, it, what Eric Larson's done, is that he has brought the comic back to its roots to a certain degree. When the comic started, uh, Savage Dragon joined the Chicago, the Chicago Police Force, and we had years of him as a cop fighting the Vicious Circle, which is like the super-powered gang in Chicago. So a- who is the Savage Dragon? Savage is this dragon. He's a so green, he doesn't have like a name. He's, he's, he's not like no. We, we don't know his Do we name. We know his origins. Uh, they, they did his origin in that Image 10th Anniversary book, but I never read it because it never came out. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, remember that? Yeah. Well, so from what I recall, it did from come reading, out, but I didn't read it. Dragon, it came out 12 years after Image was founded. 
Which is funny. When, when was his image found? 92. 92. All right, so I... I I read I read Savage Dragon back then. From what I recall, he just appeared, right? He yeah, he just he, he woke he, up he, in a field. He, he woke up in a burning field. Yeah, he's a big green dude with a fin. Yep. And he does he breathe fire? No. Does he have a horn? No. Tail? Anything? No. Nope. S- split tongue? No. He regenerates. He can, re- <laughs> he can right. regenerate. So he's a lizard. Uh, I remember liking Savage Dragon when I read it. Savage is great. And so now what? Now the time period from when he left the the police force to now. He went down the path of alternate dimensions, alternate parallel universes. I think and Eric Larson went too far down the rabbit hole. He went too far down the rabbit hole. But so in dealing with this issue with the jumping on point, it's told from the perspective of his friend Frank, who works on the Chicago Police Force, who has been trying to get Savage Dragon to join the cops again. And it just it doesn't go down that rat hole. It just you know it acknowledges the fact that Dragon has two kids. Right. It doesn't mention that one of them is the daughter of his former ex-wife, who is actually his wife from the alternate dimension. So you don't need that information. Like, you don't need that. One, it doesn't mention that his son is his son from when he hooked up with Rapture. It, it, like all this, you don't you don't care. He has two kids. That's all you need to care about. Yeah. And um, I was really excited that they had him joining the police force and was going to um, was going to you know, kind of go back to a little bit of its roots, and then I got to the end of the book, and Larson pulls the rug out from under you. Why? What did he do? Uh, I don't. I, I kind of. I don't want to spoil it. If you want people to come on and jump on, they'll yeah. enjoy this and they'll like. Yeah, I don't. Fun. I really f- don't want to spoil it, but it was. It wasn't. It wasn't an ending that I expected. Is it revealed that he is Hellboy? No, it's nothing to do with Hellboy. Um, I I like the fact that this book still comes out. Yeah, it's like it, this and Spawn are it for the original books. Oh, Youngblood. Youngblood. Youngblood's not the original. I mean, it's yeah. Well, Youngblood was the first book. No, what I mean is, but it young, didn't. It didn't I mean persist. Youngblood didn't persist. It's the yeah. new. It's a new version of Youngblood. Yeah. And Youngblood was, is was still there. Plus, yep. and Youngblood was not still, printed. This for is years. still the same guy. Yeah. Yep. Like Spawn comes out, and and Todd McFarlane is famously back plotting it. No, he's not. Which who yeah. cares about that? Yeah. He's, a, he's an executive producer. I would buy Spawn if he drew it. Yeah, there I, I would. I would too. Yeah. That's a pretty. That's a pretty safe proclamation. I bought the first. I bought the first hundred issues of Spawn. Remember that? I but, stopped at issue hundred. I go. Yeah. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I've done this for a hundred issues. Listen if, it, listen, if Walter Payton played, I would buy Bears season tickets. Um, so I like the fact that you like is, sports. This is original image book drawn by the original guy. Yeah. still being done. I like that a lot. I like the fact that it exists. Um, yeah. I like the fact that he's he's been putting it out more and more lately. And, Where's the butt? No, no, there's no fun. I've, I've yeah. just a, I, it's, it's just too bad that, you know, it's – people who read it seem to like it. I don't know why I don't seem to – Yeah, to I don't – I mean, it's 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 not – I mean, it's superhero-y in that he's, he's, a dra- he's, a, he's a green guy with a fin and is, he regenerates and there's all these superpowers. But it's also very realistic. It's also – it's got this uniqueness to it that I've, I've always enjoyed. It's funny because um, I'm, I'm here in your place and you've got it and, and I opened up the first page and I was like, there, that's that's Eric Larson. Like, it's just yeah. – he's got this that's look. That's a really to, nice first page, by the way. Yeah, he's, yeah. Got some, he's got this really nice look to oh, his the, art. the book from an artistic standpoint is is that, like, there there is so much love in those pages between the – from the pencils. He Larson's inking it himself. He does have now a letterer and colorist doing it for himself, but it's got a unique look. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit retro-y in terms of its look. It's yeah, a little totally. bit – he has such a reverence for that, you know, 60s, 70s Marvel stuff and a lot of the Golden Age stuff, too, and it's really coming out in the work. Um I don't know. It's just it's it's just a lot of fun, and this one was really easy to read. And honestly, anybody can pick it up and read it. He does it. not do good Obama. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, but he it looks yeah. like look like look like dragons gotten like stubbier and stockier. Yeah, yeah a little bit over yeah. the years. The legs are shorter. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Obama isn't in this issue, and if you roll your eyes at the Obama being in the comics, I think Larson actually has done the best use of Obama in his comics. Um, it's way better than the, the Marvel. People who complain about so. it should stop buying it because that's yes. why they keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. It sells 14 printings of every, every exactly, company, and they're in the business of making cashola, making the comics. 
So, yeah, so Savage Dragon 145, I dig it. I'm, I'm glad to see it kind of back on track. And if it's back on a monthly schedule and it sticks to it, it's going to be awesome. It's been a so. pick a few times, hasn't it? Um, it has over the yes. years. Yeah, there have been yeah. a few times. Not recently, but... Yeah, no, but, it's but not, this isn't the first time you picked it. It's, yeah. it's no, it's not. A yeah. Times. yeah, I love this book. It's funny because I mentioned in my review, that you can read it on fanboy.com, that like, um, if you look at your collection and you look at the titles that you've always bought, like the longest for whatever, you know, like, of course, the X-Men are top of my list, but as I looked at my collection once, I realized I've been, I've been drawing, buying Savage Dragon since 1992, straight. Well, it's, it's more than 12 years of comics we're looking at. Yeah, no, I mean, it's I mean 145 issues, do that Except math. Except he's on 145 issues, and Ultimate Spider-Man's on 131. True, good point, yeah. So There were some sh- delays there. He should be much yeah, higher. Yeah, he should be much higher. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a very good point. Because I was thinking that when you said yeah. that, and I was like, but wait a minute! I've been buying Ultimate Spider-Man since the first issue. Wow, that's really interesting. I wonder what I wonder and if you plotted like, how many issues came out over each year. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. You can easily go do the math, find out when it premiered. What? It Not now. Be. We couldn't. Though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, we would sit here for like five no, minutes no, no. of dead air. It would be like, really, it'd be carry, really bad carry, radio. Carry the two. Well, one forty-five divided by twelve. Oh, good. oh, here we go. He's that got should be twelve years of comics. But it's been longer than. So wait, ninety-two, no, seventeen years. Ultimate Spider-Man put out multiple, multiple more issues a year than twelve. Yeah, they went. You know they who went, drew them though? Mark Bagley. Bagley. Mark yeah. the Machine Bagley. All right, yeah. we're getting off into into. It's been published for seven. It's been being published for seventeen years. It has twelve years worth of comics. So how many? So there are five be? years there that are missing. Yeah. Ooh, that's creepy. The, the, the that's lost. Weird. The it's lost. like an episode of Lost all of a sudden. <laughs> the Lost Larson years. <laughs> he, he, a big white light. He should publish those issues. That would be great. The Lost Star. He did them and he just held them. <laughs> that that's the secret of it. That's what happened. In one year, he's going to release five years worth of comics <laughs> in one volume. <laughs> Is, what's next? You got the list. I can't. Uh, see yeah. It. So, uh, New Avengers number fifty. Um, so this is the big jam issue. I'm so sick of that word. Jam. 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 It seems to get thrown around a lot. Uh, Clint Barton. <laughs> that's all you have to say. Clint Pretty Barton? much. When does that's... the love affair end, Ron? When Clint does Barton? the love affair end? When it starts, yeah. It's, uh, it's a when point. he becomes Hawkeye and takes over the Avengers like he's supposed right. to. This Ooh. this is the this is the uh, culmination, uh, not the culmination. Actually, it's funny because it, when the Dark Avengers appeared, they the Dark Avengers are masquerading as the old Avengers, mm-hmm. and and we're, we all said we can't wait for the throwdown. Yep. And then and then they, they sort of teased that it was going to happen in this issue, and everybody thought, wow, that's kind of cheap. It's happening all so soon, but it doesn't really happen in this issue. You know what I thought was really funny is that they all pinned who they were immediately. Yeah, right. those are the Thunderbolts. <laughs> All right, there we go. Well, what I liked was so so it open it opens up at they're at they're at Captain America's house, and um, which, which, which by the way, <laughs> they're all having a sleepover at Captain America's house. Turn the turn the page. Turn the page. Um, look at Captain America down the left side of page uh, page f- uh, four. He looks like he's thinking. He looks like he's considering asses. Yeah, exactly. But so who has the better ass, Mockingbird? They're or watching Marvel? the thunder. The, they're watching the 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 uh, Norman Osborn's Avengers get announced and. They're analyzing it, and it's Bendis really does this this for it some reason this group dynamic in the conversation yep. where they're all chatting and they're trying to figure it out, figure it out, figure it out, and then Luke Cage is like, "Those are the effing thunderbolts!" <laughs> and like, and there are two swears in that actually. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is nice. I, the best part of this issue was the the beginning, all of them in the room, yeah, just bantering, Spider-Man being funny. It's what Bendis does so well, and like Mockingbird has no idea what's going on and she doesn't care, right? You know, and I liked I liked when they were trying to figure out who's who and they're trying to figure out who Wolverine is. He's like, "It's my kid." And they all went, and then, and like, "You have a." <laughs> and then there's that 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 beat. The yeah. I, I do think that I think the thing that kind of did bug me about this was that the the Spider Woman thing, it, like, he called it out as being cheap. 
like what Spider Woman thing? Spider Woman goes to to trick Norman Osborn into taking them, yeah. and and not, Norman Osborn is like, "That's cheesy. You already did that." And I'm like, "These are the Avengers, aren't they? Like, right. aren't they smarter than this?" Yeah. And they would like I thought I was like that was a little amateurish. Well, I get the feeling not, that they're not thinking. I know, but they're, they're the, reacting. Without Steve Rogers, he yeah. did the thinking. I. There's no more thinking. Left. But they're still they're still the Avengers. I mean, yeah. Car- Carol Danvers is 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 no slouch. She's uh, a fascist. You know, the you know Clint Barton's there. Wolverine's not an idiot. Yeah, I won't call him Ronan. I don't know if you've noticed that. <laughs> I, I don't nobody think else, nobody re- else does. I don't think I've ever referred oh. to him as Ronan. So um, um so so what happens is this. So uh, they send Spider Woman to go tell Norman that she wants to join the Thunder the the Thunderbolt Avengers Dark and she, Avengers and she the Dark Avengers and she knows where they are thinking that they'll lead them to him but instead of sending okay now here's something I had a problem with and so instead of sending instead of going to fight them Norman sends the Hood and his gang and there's a big fight which basically shows his hand that he's working with the Hood which is kind of cool but also kind of weird but also what annoyed dumb. me was that this paralleled a scene that happened in Dark Avengers the exact conversation right. in this issue. That didn't ex- bug me. I like except that. that the Spider Woman wasn't in that issue with Dark Avengers. What? So she, she so, wasn't outside the window. Yeah, yeah. I guess. They cut away before that. They happened. cut. Yeah, I like that. I like how they they they, they show now, it's now, connected. Now, 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 you're not so into uh, whichever tan this is, right? Philip. Billy. 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 Billy Tan. Billy Tan. Well, in this issue, you had you had art by a bunch of different guys. The but fight the scene. Bulk of the story was done. Yeah. So so the once the stuff. once the fight scene starts, uh, there's a two page spread by Hitch. Then um, then each page focuses on an Avenger in the art artist that's worked on him the most mm-hmm. recently. So Iron Fist's page is done by David Aja. Uh, Luke pa- Luke Cage is done by Gatiss. Um, the uh, Ronan and Mockingbird is done by the guy who's doing the new Avengers the reunion, I think. Yeah, David Lopez. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, Spider Woman is that Maliv doing yep. Spider Woman? Yeah, yeah. Um, who did was McNiven. did McNiven do Spider Man? Yep. No. And you did, uh, you did Wolverine. Oh, yeah, Wolverine did Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Um, Epting did Captain anyway. America. Well, that, you know what's funny is that I hadn't really been paying attention, and then all of a sudden I was like, that looks like an Epting. Cap- oh, that's what this is. Yeah. Um, I thought the you didn't notice the art change. I did, but I was reading it. You know what I mean? It's I, I don't. Yeah. No, it totally is. But like, I, that how, hitch how spread. I Gatos is in there for God's sake. <laughs> um, yeah. That hitch spread is really nice. I well, what, what I was gonna say though is that while I don't necessarily like the way that Philip, I keep forgetting. It's right there on the first page, Billy. 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 See, look, there's another one. Billy Tan. I don't necessarily like the way that he draws these characters, but I got to give him credit, I think, on the layouts. He was a lot of characters, a lot of stuff he was working with, and I thought that the story tell- storytelling was really good with it, and, and he had a lot of characters to keep track of. Yeah. Um, and I, well, I, like I said, like, I don't really necessarily like the way that he draws a lot of the characters. Did The pages look pretty good from, did a, you, from a layout standpoint. I, didn't like, I don't like his figures. Um, that's but, that's I mean, kind of what I mean. But yeah, besides yeah. that, like the yeah. actual business of telling the story and, and you know, there's some good pages in here. Did you um, did you like the, the two pages of uh, Clint on TV? Yes. No, no, no. It was my favorite part of that was reading the um, the crawl at the, the bottom where it's like Clint Barton World Exclusive, Hawkeye Comes Clean World Exclusive. Then it's like Avengers World Exclusive. Then the second to last one is Avengers Madness. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. That was, was a great scene. So basically, uh, uh, Ronan goes on TV and says. Norman Osborn's claiming to be the Avengers. He's crazy. He's a supervillain. We won't stand for it. Don't you stand for it? And takes it very public. Yeah, I didn't I'm, realize he was a public hero. I, I didn't he, either. Yeah, actually, I like I thought that was kind of weird because I didn't know if he was or not. So I was I wasn't prepared to take a stand on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I didn't know maybe something that I didn't read showed he was a public hero. But I like when he tries to explain it. I used to be known as the Avenger Hawkeye. I was Goliath for a while as well. 
Now I go by Ronan. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one knows that or cares. Yeah. but I, I like it when, who was it? Somebody called him Echo. Was it Spider-Man called this him where, Echo? This is what happened to Echo, didn't yeah. they? And then, no, no, like Spider-Man called him Echo. I no, think. at one point they remembered Maya existed. They're like, where is Maya? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was a little lame. Yeah. Well, well, I was like, I left the plot hole. I'm going to make a joke about it. You still <laughs> left the plot hole. Yeah, but no one cares. It's a plot but the fact they yeah. should yeah. care. She was one of their team. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's, anyway. If we were all out one day and all of a sudden, like, like yeah, but if it was some Ron you would disappeared, be, we'd you be, would like, be no, happy. You'd be finally. Let's not compare Maya to Ron. Maya would be some new person we just took on. Ron was <laughs> after, a, and after a week, she, that person disappears. We'd be like, "That was weird." So, like, if like Hank disappeared, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. For I a think minute, we for a minute we'd say, "What happened to Hank the intern?" And then we go, eh, eh. he's got superpowers. He's got another intern. In Moving here on, he's got school. <laughs> I'm um, guessing a lot of people wanted to say, "You know what, Ron? No, Green Lantern should have been the pick of the week." Green Lantern was good. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny you. Green Lantern. Was I think. Good. I think people are in a fever pitch, a fervor about Green Lantern at this point. Green Lantern is awesome. This was this was better than the last one I thought. So basically, we're gonna have a rainbow war. Is that what we got on our hands? Did you just figure that out? Is 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 Hal Jordan gonna become the Rainbow Lantern? It doesn't by matter. The way They're too? gonna sell T-shirts and lots of them. Because right now he's right now he's the green blue Lantern at the end of this issue. Yeah, I, I'm just waiting for this to happen. I, yes. I really. What, what this There's just a lot of setup getting to this whole big war. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I'm loving. But this was fantastic. I mean, so so it starts off with Hal Hal's a Red Lantern. And a big fight, and and we find out that the Blue Lanterns only work with Green Lanterns, which I just love the, the nuances. Yeah, to no, the I think it's all very clever. And figuring that out, I think that's really cool. What did you think uh, at the end? We find out we we get a, a purple lantern. I'm getting the purples and the pinks mixed up. Or pink lantern. No, pink, pink. pink. The there's pinks no, are no the purple. Pinks are sluts. Right. Pinks are. Aren't they star sapphires though? But they've been yes. around all. The love. They're the love lanterns. So are they Ferris evil or? No, no, they're about love. I think yeah, they're but purple. The Star Sapphires were evil before. They evil. were about love then too. I don't know. So Carol Ferris is going to get become a, a pink lantern. She's not. Or, she is one. She's a purple on, lantern. She's on the pink. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's dating cowgirl. So who gives a? He's got a weakness for yellow, and that's including blondes. <laughs> and we also see we see some developments towards the orange lantern. I greed. I think it's all very clever. I just I just want to go. I, I agree. Yep. Um, I, oh, by the way, just uh, Ivan Reese. Great stuff. That guy. Great. Yeah. Just in time to leave. Yeah. For another time. No, no, but seriously. So now Hal Jordan is a green blue lantern. Is well, that what it is, it's or is like he that's blue lantern? Stick. It's yeah. called Green Lantern. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no. Next month it's Green Blue Lantern number thirty-nine. <laughs> it's number one. <laughs> They're gonna reboot it. It's called I, it's called Turquoise Lantern. I actually think this this is I like this a lot. But I thought the, the previous issues where they had the small stuff between Sinestro and Hal was the best stuff we've, they've done yeah. in a while. Um, I mean, the thing about Green Lantern is it's, it's so solid. Every every it's 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 just been good. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good, and you, you really have to have something big happen. Um, I do like I, I do like the interplay between all. I like the fact that the blue takes out the red. Like I, it's yep. all very intricately plotted out. It's very nice. How 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 was the first Red Lantern who actually was using? Do you think that he, Jeff, he made constructs out of the blood? I like yeah. how they they yeah. they puke their power. Yeah, yeah. I think that's ah, nice. It's the hairball lantern. I do miss the kitty. There's a, there's the a, kitty was there. It was the kitty in this issue. It was in the background. Oh yeah, I like the kitty. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Did good. someone just fart? What was that noise? <laughs> I think it was the scanner. I guess some weird stuff going on here. But yeah, I don't. It was good. I don't. I. I you know. It's. It's just like let's 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 do this. But yeah. actually, my favorite thing about Green Lantern that's not actually in the book is that this Blackest Night apparently is so big that it's it's in the it's in all the origins and mm-hmm. yeah origins omens yeah that basically this is going to infect the entire oh yeah somehow yeah the Green Lantern world is. Is affecting everything. Which is so, great. is that gonna is that gonna detract from the story because it's been in his own little corner? 
I don't think so. For so long. Not unless... so I think the story's going to fold in its own corner, but the, right. the, the, I think the repercussions no, are going to... Oh, wait, no, that's Justice Society. We'll get to that. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. Uh, Battlefield's Dear Billy, number two of three. The first one was the pick of the week last time. This is all, this is my pick of the week again. Yeah, yeah. She's she's crazy. Yeah. She's a crazy homicidal nurse. So in the first is- issue, the, we we met this nurse who was who was um, attacked and raped by a bunch of Japanese soldiers, and in the and then she met a she met a soldier and fell sort of fell in love. Was able to forget about it for a little while, and then at the very end of that first issue. They've brought a Japanese prisoner to her hospital, and then we're left with this very ominous final page. The first, this issue starts off, we've jumped ahead of time a little bit. The soldier's already dead. When we find out she's been killing all the Japanese prisoners. But for a couple of pages, you're thinking, oh, maybe he did die. Maybe she didn't do it. No, I, I didn't think that. Yeah. I thought that from the very beginning. She, and every time they bring a Japanese soldier, not every time, but most of the time, so they bring no, a no, Japanese soldier. No, no, she's soldier. smart about it. She's a serial killer. She doesn't kill them all. She kills some of them. And... What I liked, what I really liked about this issue was it takes you this emotional journey because you you can't figure out exactly how crazy she is, mm-hmm. and then you get to the very end, very and you end. go, oh, she's crazy. She's she's really crazy. So this is like her, yeah. This was this was like uh, I, you know, and I feel like saying crazy is kind of harsh considering what she's been through, but she's broken. She broke. No, it's crazy. I'm pretty sure, like she, she's turning into a homicidal maniac because of what happened to her. She's gonna get a plane and do something really drastic. Yes. Which I just the the in the, the contrast between that and sort of the sweet love story that's going on at the same time, which makes the the letter that is the framing device for the whole series that she's writing to Billy, and of course that starts with Dear Billy. There's your title for the whole thing, you know. Uh, you, uh, there was just a couple of really nice things in there. The two sol- the two gay soldiers that they meet, yeah. uh, it, you know, in, in Calcutta, I guess. And the they Americans, are. yeah, Yanks. it's just really. Yanks. So is the Dear Billy letter her 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 goodbye explaining letter to while she's going? I, after you know what? I think it's going to be more extreme to than kamikaze, that for some reason. To kamikaze kill more Japanese. It might Japanese. be. I, I mean, that would be like a Dear John letter. She's leaving him. Right. So I guess. But I for some reason, I wonder if there's another level to it. When I got to that last that last page, and you basically you put it together non-verbally what mm-hmm. she's going to do with that plane, I just went, oh, no. Yeah, that's very bad. But, but uh, in a good way. Good like, comics. Like in a really good way. Good comics. And this is coming out quickly too. This one just came out. Yeah. I think I think that we are spoiled when things come out on time. It's it's only been four <laughs> weeks. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and if you like your comics on time, you can find comics at DCBS Discount Comic Book Service. Uh DCBservice.com. Uh they are great service to buy and order your comics and have them sent to you uh via the mail. Uh, they've got everything that's in the previous catalog, over 5,400 trade paperbacks and those sort. Um, they've got huge discounts on the major publishers, up to 40% and, up <laughs> and more. Does not compute. Um, <laughs> and also, if they have flat rate shipping, so no matter what you get, it's always five ninety five. So uh, DCB ser- DCBS is awesome, one of the great places to in, buy comics. In these days of price increases, lots of more people are using these online services. Exactly. So go to DCBService.com. <laughs> I'm the fine print guy. Hey, Connor, yeah. have you heard where people are getting <laughs> I hear that people are using these services a lot more. It's true with prices going up like they are. Listen, so, if, um, you need, if you need paper towels, why waste all your money with just buying rolls rolls of paper you towels? You follow me, camera guy? You could just buy one ShamWow. That's what I'm saying to you. Here's, here's the thing. ShamWow does not sponsor this program. All right. But I'm willing, to, uh, but I'm willing so, to talk about it. So yeah. Justice Society number 24 um, – I find what I thought was so interesting. I don't know if it was the lack of Dale Eaglesham or Black Adam, but like I fell off a cliff with my interest in this book now. Like I'm just I'm like, oh oh, 
I don't care about this at I, all. I, I respect the man. I don't need to read Jerry Ordway books. I love Jerry Ordway. I, I love Jerry. Do. No, I, I do like do. Jerry Ordway's art, but for some reason, I really found myself missing Dale Eaglesham. Yes. And I also think I don't think I like Black Adam when he's all like crazy ISIS. Also, by the way, a Final Crisis happened in this book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This happened yes. in all the books. I guess, but yeah. this is the first time where anyone's mentioned it. So yeah, it Mary. Like, oh. and, yeah, yeah. So like, is the world all being rebuilt in this one? I don't know. I just feel like like what? Wait, where'd this all come from? Yep. Yeah. Um. You guys haven't gotten to it, but there's a point in Starman. It's it's not bad. There's a point. I just bought the volume two hardcover. Yeah, and you're not going to read the next one for four years. So there's a point. No, no, the next one's listed already for the. It doesn't matter. It's it crosses over with a Shazam book for about three episodes, three issues, and in the trade paperback, like the thing comes to a screeching halt. Like you're going along and you're loving it, and it's it's just what the hell am I reading? And then it's over, and you get back into it. But it feels a little like that. Yeah, what I, I don't know. At. I, I I just don't understand where how this uh, Black Adam story, like the Magog thing, was so big. Mm-hmm. The and then like, oh, why does why does Power Girl need headgear? I don't know. She's not gonna get hurt. Oh, when she's boxing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe go through the motions. I don't know. It could be to protect the person punching her. So um, it's Magog. Magog. What was Magog. interesting about this issue was the, the the origin of Omen story was written by Sturgis, who's yeah. the co-writer. I like that really too. Good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, was I like really that a lot. It was a really strong backup, so that's a good sign for the continuation Very good. of the book. Yeah, it's just I miss Eaglesham. And I, I I do like this whole this whole schism they're setting up between the older and the new members, and it's still it's you can see it's deepening. They didn't fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you I can, like that. Leave them outside. Oh, yeah. Okay. All of you, all you old new people can wait outside while we have this meeting. That's good for personal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Might as well have suits, suits coming with the presentation. Yeah. <laughs> who, are those, who are those two people? Who are those people dressed in black? They're from JSA HR. Oh. We're going uh, to have a PowerPoint presentation. Five of now. you are no longer going to be on the team. Ignore that bullet point. We're going to talk about the restructuring of the. Excuse me, there aren't enough chairs in this meeting? <laughs> actually, actually, there are. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> All um, of this is true. Wait, if we can go back to for a second to um, Avengers. Great, <laughs> great, great. This is related. A great sequence in that was Spider-Man's little dialogue, inner dialogue about how he blew off the Avengers when he was yes, a kid. He yep. blew them off when he was in college. And now he finally joined. They've got no big table. Yep. they got no Jarvis. <laughs> big table with an they A on no it. Yeah. Yeah. I like the big table reference. What yeah. are we talking about now? I don't have a rundown. Captain America. No, right. gigantic number three. No, I'm doing. I'm, there it is. It's called no. an audible. No, Captain America's not till four more books from now. Uh, so gigantic number three. Um, are you guys still reading it, or are you I'm not? waiting for the trade on this. I, oh, you are. I'm reading it. But what did you? What do you? Are you liking it? Are you enjoying it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I. You know, it's the thing that, that I really was a, liked. Yeah, with reservations. Well, yeah. no, the thing I really liked about the first one that it was just a big robot wrecking stuff. And yeah, it was beautiful. The chaos. The, uh, yeah. I mean, like. Uh, when his he did the art on um, Strange Girl, yep. you would never know that this was the same guy. Yes, um, yep. he's come leaps and bounds from it. You know, just in in you know, building really dynamic pages. Uh, I'm not as interested in the story matter in the way that it's going on, or at least this mm. issue is gets you to a different I, place. I, I yeah, that's funny because again, I. I love the story, and I'm totally buying into the whole backstory and the the idea of Earth as a stage and all these aliens kind of th- kind of watching it and the 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 ratings war between two networks and just the the context that this issue brought was like kind of what I was missing from the first two issues. Uh-huh. What is the story? Because we know what this. I remember from when you talked about the first issue, the setup is that the Earth is a reality show. For yeah. The, so what is the story? The, the story the, is that is that there's a a a gigantic is a is a fighter is a almost a human. Like a, he's Maximus. a human. And he is Ma- it's exactly yeah. what it is. He's yeah. Maximus, and and he 
He said, screw this. I'm not letting you exploit me anymore. I'm not fighting for your pleasure. I'm going back to Earth. And so they, they go, fine, you go back to Earth, but they make him giant, and he, he kills a bunch of people unwittingly. And then well, they he, drop them in the city. Right, yeah. and, yeah. Now, and now he's going to fight off. He's going to say, no, Earth is mine. You all leave it alone. Uh, and, and what's happening is that one of the rival uh, networks is going to try to cancel Earth. Yeah, that's they're, basically they're trying to blow a, up I mean, Earth. It's, it's huge, big concepts, yeah. gigantic yeah. concepts. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know, like, I think that he's got it all set up now, and now there's going to be all sorts of fighting, which is kind of what I want out of this book. Yeah. Is it a four-issue mini? Six no, I don't, think it's, I don't think there's an end. No, I don't either. No, it's, it's a regular? Yeah. It's just never yeah, going to end. It could go on for, yeah. for a, a good amount of time. It ends when he stabs Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, it is, I mean it's good. It's, it's not. I'm not saying it's, it's bad, but uh, it was a it was a it was a between issue. Like it was yeah. to get from one place to another. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Don't stop reading it though. No, I think it's great. It's yes. yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying nothing like wins. it. Um, so I wanted to talk about the uh, the sword number fifteen by the Luna Brothers. I haven't um, I haven't talked about it in a while, but it's just getting more and more ridiculous. And awesome! Ouch! <laughs> I just handed Connor the the page where the main character gets her jaw punched off. That's some Garthenis shit, right oh, there. Yes, it's, that is gory. <laughs> this this book is Splat. is straddling the line between <laughs> between Splat. kind of like really engaging, suspenseful kind of uh, story that you want to know, like the the behind the scenes of who people are and why and all this kind of stuff. On one hand, and on the other hand. Total Garth Ennis esque violence where people get their jaws punched. And then off. she punched his jaw. Yeah, she punched her through his head. There's a lot oh, of head through punching. his head. Oh, yeah. yeah. It came out the other side. Yeah, and tiny. So, the, so there's, there's about three or four pages where the main character doesn't have a bottom jaw and she just makes noises like. It's schlack, schlack, schlack. How does this book go on with a with a, with a jawless? I think she's gonna grow back quietly. She because the, the <laughs> she mine. she's the, that's the um that's Dara who holds the sword and the sword heals her. Uh, so I'd be curious if she puts her jaw. Because that's the thing. Because not only did the jaw get punched off, but also the tongue, yeah, the jaw yeah. and the tongue. So I don't know if she's gonna hold it to her face and then it'll heal, or if she'll grow a new jaw. That's kind of in which case she has a lovely souvenir. Yeah. You can you can you can pickle that jaw. <laughs> the t- the tongue. That was pretty pretty gruesome yeah um i just wanted to very quickly uh highlight the umbrella academy number four because Dude, I this love it. sucks it's just you talking because umbrella I, academy because i love the cover this that was a good cover this is the fourth issue it's, it's now josh got umbrella academy for co- for college for christmas i got it for college yeah. I, gra- I, well, for I graduated christmas. 10 years ago but they thought you know yeah. finally i finally gave take, him a present take this 12 dollar trade paperback so it? did you like umbrella academy josh did you do we want to talk about this just now? quickly, I, feel like just quickly. Yeah, I loved it i thought it was fantastic okay. you're gonna love this then i'm buying them i just can't okay. i don't have issue three okay because it all hinges around kennedy's assassination in dallas no, and the, this the, is the best issue of the four issues the, so far that cover is lovely yeah. and all but no. the cover to the second issue which is the chimp dressed up as marilyn monroe is the greatest thing i've ever seen okay yeah he's it's doing really good stuff with this yeah, it's, no, it's a really fun comic. and this, I'm not I, I know. Guess, but i read the trade in this issue like this issue is the best issue so far this weekend, I plan to find the third issue. Okay. Oh, the convention. That's a good place to find it. The, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, by the time you listen to this, I will or not have found it. I don't know. And now, Captain America, oh, is number it okay 47. Now? Um, apparently, the, uh, Brian Bendis already made a V for Vendetta joke about the cover. Yeah. Um, so I will not be doing the same thing, although mine was... Uh, Isn't he a vampire? I, more tasteful. I don't know what that guy is. He's like... He's the shadow guy. You see him very briefly when he takes out Namor. Anyway, I thought this was notable because it sucks that Epting's not an issue, but I really like Butch 
guy squeeze. Yeah. So I thought the art was really strong. The, the, but we were talking about the I like Butch better than the other guy who was the, a couple issues Perkins? ago. Yeah. No. no. Uh, a couple issues ago, there was a new guy, and it was really boring. Really boring art. But the, uh, the art was great, but the coloring in this issue. The coloring in this with the flames, the, there's a thing they're doing which looks different. And then there's another thing that they're doing uh, with the water. I mean, it was like this, yep. you know, like – Frank Darmada. Frank Darmada really is the unsung hero oh, of this book because he, he, totally he holds is. it together when the art keeps changing. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, just like the more that Ed Brubaker wants to write Namor, I'm okay with. But I've noticed he's starting to show up in everything. He's turning into like like whatever Tony Stark was two years. What ago. What else did he show up in? Isn't he in other books? <laughs> you tell know. us. I'm you tell us. Is you your both theory. nodded when I said it, so I. Feel <laughs> I know. We were on the way to get hamburgers. I was gonna nod at anything. He was yeah. in Dark Avengers. He's in Dark Avengers. He was in he's the in... Uncanny X uh, X Men Annual. Yeah, I mean, like he's. These are things that are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. I've been on a plane for the six Bendis hours. The Bendis Fraction Group. Yeah. Seems like using him, him, which yeah. is, which yeah. is yeah, fine. Yeah, but he's in a bunch of different things. Uh, I I, re- I like that. I think I think the end of it was like one of those classic comic book things. The 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 Human Torch virus, and he's thing. about to burn. Namor, yeah, I, I like this issue. I like the. F- I, I've been I've been liking this this arc a lot, and I think that of the Covenant, the arc of the Covenant, and the arc of this particular Captain America. I I like the fact that he's still learning how to be Captain America. Mm-hmm. He's still making mistakes. And I like the fact that he wouldn't. He he's going on his revenge. You had a big stack. Hey, of can books. you look at the, my stack? This is this week. Put your pants on. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, look at this. I see. It. I bought over twenty three books. Well, over twenty three. Yeah, over twenty three. Over twenty three books. <laughs> <laughs> Was it twenty four? Yes. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's a big over. Yeah. Um, Captain America's been good. I think. It's I good. bought nearly twenty five books. Upswing, upswing. I bought over two books. Yeah. You only bought. Yeah. It so could did be anything I. Over two so books. did I. What's next, Ron? G.I. Joe Origins number one. Now, this book technically came out last week. Yeah. But this was one of those books that got shipped wrong by Diamond. So Fucking it, Diamond. So it didn't go. Ha- most, yeah. stores, most stores didn't even get it last week. My stores didn't get it, but my stores got it this week, so it's new okay. to me. Right. It's like a re- rerun. It's new to you, yeah. It's new to me. And this is the Origins miniseries, but for the uh, for the new mini, and it's dr- the new series by IDW, and this is written by Larry Hama. And, there's, and Chuck Dix is doing a good job. Two issues have come out, but... This has that indefinable Joe quality about it that only Larry Hama can bring because he is G.I. Joe. Yeah. Also, the art, this is about ten times better than the art in the regular book. Which you think I he's sick of G.I. Joe yet? Hey, Larry! It's about a G.I. Joe book, isn't yeah. it? I don't think he is because... <laughs> I, think, I, think, I don't think his mortgage is sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just, it has that great quality. And what this is is that they've, re, um, they've updated G.I. Joe for the good modern times. And it's a good, really, some really nice art. It is. Which I wish this guy was doing the regular book. And what we have here is Duke and Scarlet are on a mission to recruit Snake Eyes, who is this disfigured Air Force, Air Force Ranger. And it, it looks like he was disfig- he was disfigured further by Cobra Commander, who was also a ex Air Force Ranger who went crazy. Wow! So they're sort of tying it in. All the, they're sort of making Cobra Commander. How tied many times in can to... this guy reinvent the GI Joe mythology? And he does it so well every time, which is fantastic. Yeah. And. Um, if if this is Cobra Commander, they never say, but it looks like it is. Does he have a screeching voice? He's like a genius, he, super he, genius psychology. What's a man? Yeah, he says what's a man a lot. Turns into a snake, and then ruins it. What's a man? What's lies? <laughs> Cobra Commander is a buffoon. <laughs> you could do that better five years ago. I could. I could do it better now, but this uh, I but command. Whatever it is that Larry Hammer brings, that indefinable quality. Does all the little, all the little boxes explaining the acronyms that they used to do in all the G.I. Joe issues. Like he does all the classic G.I. Joe stuff in here. DOD. 
Yeah. And I don't know. What about a VTOL? The vertical takeoff. Uh, yes. uh, yeah. Vertical takeoff <laughs> landing. Yes. But I think, that, I think this new reboot is really strong. The, the, the Chuck Dick stuff is good. This, this is really good. This mini. I love this art. Yeah, I um, want to read that. So. Really strong stuff. Cool. I was once a man. Uh, right. That's creepy. Are there any dreadnoughts in this? Not yet. <laughs> All right. Grape so soda and donuts, right? That was what they ate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they had really bad fake English accents. <laughs> I love that. I mean, like way like worse than anything Cockney, I've ever done. Like, <laughs> it didn't occur to me for years that Shipwreck was just doing a bad Jack, Jack Nicholson. Oh my God! Yes, it was great. I didn't know who Jack Nicholson was then. <laughs> he was doing gay Jack Nicholson. I don't know. He was totally doing gay Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> and what was Gung Ho doing? Oh, he was just man. being gay. But do you remember greatest, when greatest the, cartoon ever? Greatest cartoon the, ever. The fire when the fire guy had the barbecue. house party when barbecue had the house Fire party fighters are for fighting fires. And Snake Eyes is in the background dancing, dancing yeah. with, the, with his dog. dancing. <laughs> yes. And he did it. He did a backspin with his legs. I bet he'd be a really good dancer. It's I, like we. It's like we talk about how how the Punisher doesn't cry. Snake Eyes doesn't dance. <laughs> like my my favorite thing of all time in those is uh, the kid goes in. They're like, I have a headache, and this, you should take some medicine. And like, he opens, he opens <laughs> the thing, and there's Doc standing outside his bathroom window. <laughs> well, what about when the kids go swimming in the lake? Deep six and it's comes a little, out. Like, <laughs> deep six comes out. Was he waiting there? Like, uh, like it's not like it's the ocean. It's a small lake. Yeah, it's he, like... he hangs out in ponds, waiting to help children. <laughs> You would do that too if you had that suit. Yeah, Joe was full of pedophiles. I remember the um the one about the live wire being down on the road yes. used to scare the crap out of me because yeah. there was a lot of that overhead... roadblock. Yeah, uh, yeah, there were, there were overhead wires. He had large. Yeah, tongs. he had the tongs. <laughs> You know what's funny is it's that for like, reaching stuff to the top shelf of the supermarket and moving live wires. <laughs> Do you remember not too long ago they had all those those remixes of them on the yeah, web? Yeah, people redubbed them. You didn't stuff. need those. No, yeah, he they didn't. were awesome on their own. <laughs> totally. Doc was just hanging out outside the bathroom. <laughs> and the, the firefighter guy, he like was he from was Boston, right? He, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah fighting fires. fires. <laughs> Yeah. Do you remember there was a bad fire guy before him with like the yellow and red costume, and he just like wasn't cool? Yes. And then they brought barbecue. Barbecue. Yeah. It was like. Oh yeah. wait, wait. It, what was his name? I forget what his name was, but it was an awful. I had the figure. It was an. It was like bright yellow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I remember that the bad figure came with the hovercraft, and his name was. Cutter. Oh, Cutter. He's and he's the Coast Guard dude yeah. with the slacks. Would you would you, would you jump ship? <laughs> he had slacks and, and a, a vest and a big orange vest yep. and a hat and a mustache. A fucking Cutter. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck kind of name is Cutter? I was so disappointed. Because that first wave was Cutter and Breaker. Like, they and were like some slacks. They were yeah. some real slacks. They were like hard molded, like, like bell bottoms. They were made of plastic. <laughs> so they. Oh, wow. I can't believe we spent this long talking about G.I. Joe. I can. So <laughs> I could go longer. I could. That's what she said. Oh, I love that show so much. I'm sorry I did that. That show is so good. Yeah. Anyway, um, we out of books. We're out of books, uh, and normally we uh, take your emails and voicemails, uh, but this week we're woefully underprepared, so we'll get them next week. But um, this week we want to highlight um, three of our users who have <laughs> written. A lot of people in their early twenties right now going, "What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> what?" Um, they go our Donald level. So we want to want to highlight a, a few of the user reviews that are written on ifanboy.com. For those who don't know, if you go to ifanboy.com and click on comics, you can uh, pick the comics you're going to buy each week, make your pull list, and can come back and rate and review them, then come back and write a review. So I picked out a couple of reviews here that I wanted to share with you guys and get your opinions of them. Uh-oh. Um, the We're going in blind, by the way. Josh, I don't blind. know what he's yeah. about to read. The first one is uh, from Mouse Guard Winter 1152 for issue number five, which you might not have realized shipped this week. Surprise, Colin surprise. I said, I believe. Is that still coming out? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Jumping Jupiter wrote a review where he gave the story a 5 out of 5 and the art a 5 out of 5. And Jumping Jupiter says, There are so many reasons why you should buy this book. If not the issues, then the trade or hardcover. Mouse Guard is a shining example of why sequential storytelling is important. The book tells a story in such a way that something big would be lost in the translation to another medium. From the square format split in a grid of thirds horizontally and vertically to the typeface choices and the beautifully rendered pencils and colors. This book delights and enchants. It unfurls a world before your very eyes. The story beats are such that children can enjoy this greatly, but the content is sophisticated enough to mesmerize and impress students of the form and fans of great books. I dropped this. <laughs> My store didn't even get it. Not because your store didn't yeah, get it. I yeah. still didn't get this. I book. still didn't have it. Yeah, unless I unless I didn't see it. I I, I it like it, but yeah. the when did the four come out in 1997? Like I don't know. Yeah. So and partially that might be because of the publisher. I guess RK has been having problems. Listen, I don't stuff. care yeah. what the problem is. I'm just gonna get the trade when it comes out because yeah. I can't. I couldn't even tell you the story. I'm not gonna go back and read it. In fact, I think it's winter. It's it's cold. There's I snow. I remember traveling. the snow. Yes. Mice. Yeah, mice, in owl, fact, people, owl, people owl. who got members packets probably got my first three issues because I really? put them, I sent those out. Nice. So <laughs> I gave one of mine away. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's sad because David Peterson is really, really good. And I don't think it's that sad. I think he's yeah. doing fine. You think so? He's selling little plastic PVC figures. I'm sure he's. All I'm right. sure he's fending off options left and right. No, when yeah. that trade comes out, I'll, yeah. I'll very happily. But do you think that the book the book is taking a hit because of the delays? No, or? I think it's lost a lot of its buzz for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think, absolutely. Yeah, sure. but I, you know what? I think that we're thinking of it in terms of of, of issues, and yeah. I think that when that thing hits bookstores, no, I don't think he's losing sales. I don't think, I don't think he's losing a damn thing. He's yeah. selling a shitload of the first ones. You know, probably as many now as he did then, if not more. Yeah. When the next book comes out, he'll sell a ton more. Yeah. He just, he just, he's, his, we're just thinking of it in the issue model. His yeah. indie darlingness is definitely taking a hit. All right, all right, fair enough. That's what happens when you put one issue out every year and a half. Exactly. Look, it's beautiful. Yeah, the it's, art it's is beautiful. beautiful. The art is really, really good. Yeah. I was leafing through them as I was packing them away into the members' packets. I can't believe you gave away those first three issues. That's. <laughs> I did two. People you did what? You gave them away two? One. I didn't buy any past the first one. Oh, really? Yeah. It's because I got no soul. What's up next, dog? All right, so our next uh, review comes from O'Caroline, and sh- uh, she wrote a review of Thunderbolts number 129, written by Andy Diggle. Um, with our best else. Um, th- just to rem- remind pe- folks, a month ago, Thunderbolts number one twenty eight had a lot of buzz coming out of it. It was the first. Um, oh yeah. It was the first issue with the new kind of status quo, and Obama was in it. Remember? Didn't he was- send the Thunderbolts after the other Thunderbolts or something? Well, no. Remember they um, they the uh, Green Goblin attacked Obama's plane, attacked Air Force One. Doc Sampson was on. Oh, yeah, I didn't read it. I haven't had a chance to read this. So, yet. oh, Caroline says can, she gave the story a one out of five, and the art a three out of five. Didn't like it. And says, can somebody tell me why I'm supposed to care? about this comic. The cast has been completely replaced by new characters who have little bits of personality. I guess I guess, but no reason for me to be invested in their fates. Osborne's scheme to have Box pose as Green Goblin and attack him is kind of clever but not really that clever. It mostly just serves to make everybody, including the president, look like idiots. And I'm not sure what Doc Sampson is doing here at all. And I've got to agree with O'Caroline. This was like talk about drop-off. Like, issue 128 was really, really good, and it was like, ooh, this is exciting. This is like a, you know, an interesting take, and this one was just a mess. Well, it maybe, was just, yeah. maybe this is the Thunderbolts thing. I yeah. mean, Fabian Nicieza, you know, and, and Kirby Sia kept it juggled for a long time, but it really their thing is big moment, and then you've got to deal with something all new again. I mean, that's that's what it's been, so... Maybe 130 issues out of this is enough Thunderbolts. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like the the idea of the idea of Osborne setting up this dark ops team last issue was intriguing enough, mm-hmm. but then it's almost as if he, Diggle wrote himself into a hole with this, you know, 
with this particular specific I story. I don't you know? know if you, you – I, I honestly – I mean, this is this is inside baseball. Yeah. But that's also true. But also, yeah. I don't think he wrote himself in anything. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, here's the Thunderbolts team. Yeah. We're taking all of these for, for Dark Avengers. So yeah. Yeah. you'll need a new team. Right. Oh, and oh. admittedly, a lot of these are guys are like – I don't even know who half of them are. You know, are. but at the same time, you're thinking of that in terms of reading a Marvel comic. You know, I didn't know who anybody in The Losers was when I started reading it too. True. I gave it a couple of pages Yeah. before I said it's a piece of crap. Now, I haven't had a chance to read this issue yet. So. No. You just see The Losers is a piece of crap. I know it isn't, but what I'm saying is based on – it's the same guy. Yeah. And it was all characters I didn't know, so – you know, yeah. give him give him a chance, I suppose. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that I was really excited to read this, and then I read it, and I was like, oh, you know, like I don't mm-hmm. know. I just I just hate the whole someone else posing as the Green Goblin kind of, you know, like I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe it's that it's that it's that emotional response that he wants to get out of it that you don't like Osborne and you don't like what he's doing. That would that make sense. Kind of yeah. So I don't know, but um, and plus it's also a weird the, book because it's full of people you don't like. Yeah. Plus the, also the thing that I liked about it was when they were people you did like. Yeah. Plus, also, they, they landed Air Force One in, like, the Arctic or whatever, like, where it snowed, and then, then Hammer showed up, and they gave the president a um, a big furry coat. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> it was like, he was like this fur that, coat. That makes sense, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would give him. Then did he say, I'll see you in hell, and right off in his tauntaun? Yes. <laughs> he fist bumped. Okay, so our, our next review uh, comes from Silver Age Tom, who wrote a review of Hulk number 10. Who thinks it's 1962? Um, and I, I actually, this is one of the rare issues where, rare cases where I've, I've, I'm going to read his entire review. It's short though. Okay. Um, he gave Hulk number ten by Jeff Loeb and Ed McGinnis the story a one out of five, and the art a four out of five. And he says, before now, I've looked on the new Hulk run with amusement. I picked up the last arc because of its delightful stupidity. Plus, it had Hellcat in it, and I'm a sucker for that chick. This issue, however, was just lame. In it, Hulk is trying to get the old defenders back together to fight Rolk and his offenders. Yeah, that's it. The pacing seemed off, and it overall just seemed mind-numbingly stupid. There was no reason for Silver Surfer to show up, and it was a giant stretch to pull Doctor Strange out of the past. This series went from delightfully dumb to simply dumb, this issue, and with a three ninety nine price tag, I would suggest staying away from this mess. I'm so excited to read that Hulk trade that I bought. I'm so excited. <laughs> really? <laughs> I feel like Hulk is the anti-comic, where everyone is so obsessed with continuity and making everything fit, and... and and the minutia. Yeah. And I feel I haven't read it yet, so this is my assumption. I feel like Hulk and Josh is walking away. No, no, just <laughs> I feel up. like I was feeling so close to you on this mattress. With How's everybody doing tonight? tonight? Um, I feel like Hulk is going to be the anti book where it's just about big dumb fun and not worrying about how it all. Fits. Oh, it's big and dumb. I mean, and, and the thing is that that's one thing. It's funny that he made the distinction between the story and the art because McGinn. I like I I was buying it because I, I love McGinnis's art. I like it was great and it looked really good. But just the story is just, you're right, it is big, dumb, and fun, but it's dumb. It's just dumb. Well, I think that's the point, though. Fun. I yeah. think the point yeah. is to be the, anti, the anti-comic. It's to yeah. be the anti-all the stuff everybody obsesses about now. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's... It, I stopped buying it because it was just, it was just too... Look, there has you know. to be a reason why it's a top ten book. Yeah. There uh, has to be. It's a top ten book. That's, the, that's, that's no indication. No, it has, there has to be. If, it, if it, everyone hated as much as they talked about, yeah. it wouldn't be a top ten book. It is. I think there's a silent majority that doesn't talk that, that likes it and just doesn't say a word about it. Really? I, think, I mean, people like it. Obviously, I, I, I'm positive. I don't. Yeah. Well, I, you, never, I, you haven't read it though. I'm, you know what? I, dollars to donuts on that one. You know, that's a main <laughs> saying. Uh, I mean, you know, you want to throw down the Pepsi challenge? Give me that book. I'll read it. Well, I'll read the first few pages. Yeah. And then you say I'm I, not going any further with this. I don't know. I mean, he still hasn't revealed who the Red Hulk is. I mean, it's coming on up on a year now. Maybe it doesn't matter. Yeah. Eh, maybe. I don't know. 
I just, I, I, I don't again, know. Again, I think, yeah. I think everyone looks at it as a conventional comic book and all the things that I think it's yeah, probably. I hope you read it and just go, no, it was really awful. <laughs> was, you great. know what? I take it back. This was, <laughs> I literally said, oh, the humanity, and I burned it. <laughs> he actually, there was, I, yeah, I do you remember the, oh, the humanity? Oh, jeez, yeah. But Are you going somewhere? What's happening? <laughs> Josh is getting antsy. Josh is wandering around the apartment now. <laughs> so <laughs> I was falling asleep down there on the floor. <laughs> he was so getting, I was feeling very close to you. On the, on the... If you have an opinion on one of the comics you read this week, go to ifanboy.com forward slash comics. You can write a review and maybe we'll read it on a future show. Other people and will read it and we'll comment it in a very on it. Way. Yes, exactly. So um, we're not quite out of time yet. So is there, <laughs> is there about is, some more books? What are we there, at? So do you remember the G.I. Joe episode where they <laughs> – I can talk about more books. I got books here. <laughs> talk All about right. another book. Let's do one off the cuff. I liked Fantastic Four 564 a lot. Okay, do you know why? I did too, but do you know why I didn't like it? But you just Is this a continuity did. thing? Because if it is, I don't even want to have the conversation. What? What month is it? It doesn't matter. It doesn't nah. matter. Comics don't always have to match up with real-time nah. months. It doesn't, it doesn't they, go, they go to Scotland to visit Reed's uh, cousin for Christmas. So what? It's March. You can't, you can't, uptight, stick you up can't, your butt. You can't complain about continuity one time and then <laughs> tell me it doesn't matter another time. You can't have it both ways. Well, no, I'm sticking with and it. And comics can't always be stuck to matching up with real-time months. I'll they tell can't. you something looking through this book because I was flipping through it. And in, historically, I remember looking at Brian Hitchart and being wowed. And I'm not wowed by the way this book looks. Look at that. Oh, I, th- I thought it was beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, Some it's of beautiful. it's nice, but like yeah. the, I, the, like, the rolling hills like the of Scotland big, he draws no, the, are beautiful. Those kind of things, like the big scenic two-page things he does are really yeah. good, but I think a lot of the other stuff I don't like. He's the, doing a different style with this book. That's I mean, that's maybe that's what it is. It just feels a lot looser to me, and I don't like it as much. I like um, the I like the creeping element of the story. They go to visit Scotland. And there's some something wrong with the town. There's some sort of hole, yeah. that, and that they're kidnapping children. I like, and there's a really great moment in this where it's Christmas morning, and and Reed's kids open up jetpacks or flying packs. Flying and jackets. They go flying around town, and they're whooping around. And Reed's Reed's cousin's kid says thanks for the DS, Dad. Like as he watches them fly, like it's it's that separation between the, the two families and the fact that they don't really realize that there's a separation there. It's someone's cell phone. Stop. Is it your phone? Is, I, mine's turned off. It might be mine. I may yeah. have made that noise. <laughs> no one else can hear it. There's been like a farting it's basically noise. Basically, this noise it just goes. <laughs> and then and Josh then looks at me up. like, like, did he just fart? I, no, I thought it was your computer being all like, no. what's up? No. Ultimate Spider-Man 131, I also really liked. This was close to the pick of the week for me. Oh, you really liked it? I really liked it a lot. He yeah. likes the ultimatum thing. I haven't read any uh, anything like else. Thing? I love ultimatum. I don't yeah. like ultimatum. See, I, I like haven't read the... anything else in ultimate. I just want my yeah. ultimate Spider-Man book back. This is the one that I didn't have to worry about all that stuff. Yeah, I think I don't see. I, I don't think that crossovers are inherently wrong, and I think occasionally they're they're good. Yeah, and in this sense, they're rebooting the Ultimate Universe. Do it with a crossover. That's that's the whole point of them. So yeah, this, in that sense, it's good. They really are. Making some major changes to it, it's going to be fine. different. I just want. I just to can't be- wait for the the restart and La Fuente to be doing the art yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I like I like Eminem, but like the more I think about Eminem on Avengers, I'm kind of more excited for that. By the way, cover of the year, Nova Twenty Two. I don't know the year. That's, that's my good, favorite that's cover, cover so far. That's it's a really good yeah. cover. Yeah, it's a very uh, very propaganda poster yes. kind of forties kind of cover type thing. Um, the issue was good. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, I thought it was a good. Uh, yeah, it was solid. We, we we're, knew it was going to happen. Over you to said, the solid. Yeah. You said it last month. You yeah. said I love this the the page though, where the people are all getting sucked up, and you're like yeah. this. This isn't right, and I thought, you know, you said it last time. He said, "Well, something's up with the world mind." Yep, I called it, um, and I thought they did it really well. I actually really liked the scene where they brought the the brother and the other one into the isolation chamber, yep. and they were like, 
wait a minute, the voice is gone. I was like, that's that's solid. Yeah, and using the endorphins to make you feel yeah. good about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it was. I mean, there was nothing in here that you didn't see coming, or you didn't. But it was done well. Now what? Now what's? Now what I like about this issue, which goes back to enjoying, if you go back and read old Novas from the '80s and '70s. Um, his dad drove him to the to the Project Pegasus place to get checked mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And his dad's got glasses and his beard. His father played prominently in the original series, mm-hmm. and they were just always yelling. Like there was all like Rich Rich Rider had a very rough home life. But they get along now, and now they get along. But every time I see the dad with that beard, it makes me laugh because I just picture the old you know Marv Wolfman stories of him just you know of just the arguments and I don't know. Just it, it, I get nostalgic. So Sorry. is it on? Is it in a rut? No, no, I don't think it's in a no. rut. I think I think it's I think it's crossed into the into the ex machina Captain America. If this is good. This is yeah. This is this is no, what but, I expect. But, but you stuff know? is happening. There's yeah, a no, big stu- plot going no, on right but, now. But yeah, but I wouldn't say stuff isn't happening in Captain America. I mean, like you know, stuff is stuff is still happening. But it's that same. You, you know, expect it to be good every month. I exactly. love this how we just exactly. got right back into a show. We <laughs> thought we were out. We're not. But this is this has never happened before. This is making history. Connor, you're holding Mighty Avengers two now. I, from what I remember, twenty two actually. Whatever. Mighty Avengers. You're like an old-time revival preacher right number now. 21. <laughs> you really are. Num- He's got number, his finger in my face. Yeah, number 21, healed. Dan Slott's first issue, and you were both like... It was great. Awesome. It was, it was, it was it good. Was, it was almost the co-pick of the week, 21. You can't have co-picks. We used to before used anybody to. paid attention. Yeah. Um, and I believe I picked six books once. <laughs> yeah, you did, you son of a bitch. Were they all part of one event, though? It was I Civil War. It, yeah, I thought it was clever. Okay. It was a clever thing. Yeah, yeah a clever way to get out of making a decision. Well... I liked yeah. them all. Anyway, I've done two first. I've done two first too. Mighty Avengers twenty two. I like the break format. Huge drop off from twenty one. Yeah, huge drop. Huge drop off. I'm gonna drop this book. This was very nearly hard to follow. Very nearly hard to follow. I I followed, but at times I had to really like, what is going on here? And then the art is not very good, and and I just don't understand the. I mean, I kind of, I, I kind of thought it was funny that they, they wanted Hulk on the team, and he immediately left, kind of like the original Avengers. Yeah, what happened? I thought that was a nice little also callback. Also, it's kind of mirroring. And we got the, we got the answer that this isn't actually Scarlet Witch; it's, it's her astral form. I don't and know. is that, is, is that Quicksilver? He's is in, Quicksilver evil now? He's in the book. No, he was going to help, and he got sucked into the book. By the way, I love the U.S. agent uniform. Always have. <laughs> I love that. I don't know. I just, I don't. I'm gonna, love you, I'm man. gonna read the next one to see if it's. To continue to be bad, or if it gets better, but yeah. the the euphoria I had the last issue kind of dropped off. It sort of lost it, whatever right. it had. I don't know if there are any more comics to talk about. Yeah, all right, there we're are. gonna stop this. We're gonna stop. More. We're gonna stop the bleeding while we can. So um, proof seventeen. Go to ifanboy.com where you can read my pick of the week review as well as all the great writing and and uh, commentary and thoughts and stuff like that. And you can also sign up to be a member there. Um, members get. The uh, very exciting membership pack. You can sign up for $4 a month or $42 a year, and you'll get some uh, stickers and some buttons and then a free comic. Um, and if you got a little more cash on you, you can sign up for $10 a month or $100 a year, and that gets you the buttons, the stickers, the comic, and the limited edition members-only T-shirt. I'll tell you what else Which it does. What? It pisses off a lady at the post office in Brooklyn. Yes. <laughs> That's what it does. The good news is that they are shipping all the Herm t-shirts. You can also go to ifanboy.com forward slash store and buy your slightly related to the Watchmen movie Herm t-shirt. Listen, next week you're going to be wanting to you're going to yeah. be wanting to pimp the Watchmen swag. Yep. You don't want the 
official one. You want no, the you one want that the, doesn't the actually have anything to do with it. Kind of bootleggy. Yeah, um, that's right. Uh, <laughs> so, but the good news is everybody who's ordered a Herm shirt, everybody who signed up for a membership, the packs are uh, been Well, mailed. everyone who ordered a Herm shirt before I came to California, because yeah. there's been some orders since yes. that I checked today, but everyone who ordered before this early in this week, they all yep. went out, so they all should have them by now, if you're listening. Uh, as for the, we, we just want to re- reiterate the comic you get. Some you will be excited, and they're very cool. Mm. Others you'll be like, yeah, take it with a grain of salt. It's 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 literally random. We made it. We should s- we should probably start a thread on the forum. Yeah. Like, what crappy what comic, comic did, did you, you get? get? Yeah, I mean, exactly. or great because <laughs> we we literally made a, took a big stack and just you know the next one off the top. So it could be great, could yep. be no good. So if you want to play Russian roulette with comic books, uh, <laughs> go to ifanboy.com forward slash store. That's where you can sign up to be a member. Um, we thank everybody who signed up for a member and we, you know, it's not, you know, we're, we, we still need you to sign up if you haven't yet. We know okay. that there, we've got hundreds of members, which is awesome, but we, we need it to be thousands. So and thank if, you, Linda at the Van Fleet. Brooklyn. Well, you remember her name now? Linda. Linda. That's that's how this man picks up women. Yes, it <laughs> he is. He remembers her name. I'm like, you with the hair. So go to iFanboy.com where you can find all that fun stuff. And while you're there, you can go to the iFanboy.com slash Amazon, which has the, all the all the books from the, the video shows. Yeah. And you can go to revision3.com slash store to pick up the, uh, the previous iFanboy t-shirt yep. uh, at the low, low price of if you don't know, we do a video show every Wednesday. Uh, this past week, uh, part two of the New York Comic Con came out. Um, Jim McCann. With Jim, Jim McCann Jim of McCann. Marvel goes crazy. Watch him slowly devolve into con madness. Yeah. Uh, we thought the Rucka interview would be the big draw of that mm-hmm, issue. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's Jim McCann. It's Jim McCann. So, um, uh, And then this coming Wednesday, uh, we're talking about The Watchmen. The movie's coming out. Really? Yeah. We're, we did that? We did do that. How fortuitous and well-timed of us. Who knew? So, Herm, I say to you, so sir. Go to revision. My <laughs> wife said Herm nice. the other day, completely apropos of nothing. Like something went wrong, and she went Herm, and I was like, hmm? "Nice." And you quietly put back the divorce papers. Yeah. <laughs> so go to revision for three. another day. <laughs> go to revision three dot com forward slash ifanboy or come to ifanboy every Wednesday to watch the video show. What well, else do we do? I'm not getting a divorce. Um, I don't know what else. I don't have a script. If you have a, got it, if you want to tell us what you think of how bad the show is, you oh, can right. email us at contact.ifanboy.com or call the voicemail line at 1-888-326-2697. This is all coming from memory, people. What up with ifanboy.com slash about? That's where there's social networking. Yep. There's MySpace. Now he's freestyling. There's no yes. MySpace. Now it's a, now you know, it's a forget battle. It. Can we stop saying MySpace now, please? Um, uh, and there's Twitter and there's Facebook. Facebook, always with the people. Um, and if you're listening to this on Sunday, we will have survived WonderCon. We probably would have had a great time at the parties. And Listen, we this thank is not everyone. the normal format. This is not the normal format. This is format. our special no. con format. We, we, we are all punchy. It's late at night. I think it's loose. It's one in the morning. It's fun. Yep. Ron's giving me the wrap, wrap it up signal. So <laughs> that or there's cookies up there. I can't tell. It's a wasp. All right. <laughs> so until next week when we get our shit together, round. I'm Ron. I'm Connor. Yeah, what's up, baby? How you doing? I've lost it. I'm Josh. He's giving me I the think eyes, I lost my I'm voice already. Cre- cre- yeah. <laughs> we haven't even had a con yet. Yeah, you better save that voice. <laughs>